crying, you're so scared and all alone. Hangman is coming down from the gallows and I don't have very Welcome to episode 22 of the UK Steelers podcast. You're joined by me, Simon Winstanley, and my usual co-hosts, Dave Hart, Gavin Marshall, and Rich Centrone. How are you doing, guys? Good. This episode brought to you especially by crappy plastic snap helmets. <laughs> Gav, what's amazing <laughs> is that I didn't even tell you that, that was going to be my bit on the top. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> That's amazing. We didn't even coordinate that, and I wrote down, we're here to talk little snap helmets ready to... <laughs> What a pile of junk. I can't believe everyone got so excited about really? that. Really? I hope when they, went, when they picked them up, they went, this is absolute rubbish and threw it away. I've got one sat no? next to me right now. <laughs> Are you pleased with it? Are you still pleased with it? Uh, like you, yeah. you're, you're not tainting your peanuts? No, I, listen, I mean, we knew what we were getting into here. Like, it's a bit of plastic. Like, I don't, I don't understand this, like, amazement from everyone's got online. It's like, wow, why is everyone spending 20 quid on a bit of plastic? Like, well, yeah, everything's a bit of plastic when you really come down to it. You know, it's just a... An interesting bowl. I don't for a bit of context, Rich, because I'm sure you've got absolutely no idea what we're talking about. Um, this week, the UK <laughs> scene went absolutely yeah. fever mad. NFL UK Facebook page melted because um, basically one of the stores in the UK started selling these like snack helmets. I don't know if you've seen them. Like, it's, it's a helmet that you put snacks in. And NFL UK just melted with people upset about them, upset about other people buying them. Uh, There's like queues around the corner of like you know balding middle-aged <laughs> men trying to get their snack helmets. <laughs> <laughs> and and Dave, I don't know if you want to go into your, what you're doing with your snack helmet. Um, it's it's currently being turned to a Steelers helmet, but it's currently in my garage, waiting you know waiting for me to be asked to carry on to do it. Yeah, you got the primer. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so, all, is, that it's, what, is that what that was? You was I thought you had I thought you picked up an old helmet and was spray, you were spray painting your snack helmet. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I'm not buying I'm not buying something just for a grey helmet. I thought well, I've got to turn into a Steelers helmet, right? So I, I, yeah, I thought I'd paint it up, but yeah. it's um it's it's now a project that sort of gets done when I can be asked. Yeah. Shout out to the um, the marketing guy at Lidl who, who came across this idea because it, it really really has taken off. A bit of moulded crappy plastic. It's got thousands of people foaming at the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it just shows that as a UK fan base, we will buy any old shit, that won't we? True. That is true. Anyway, moving on from uh, little snack helmets. Uh, <laughs> this this is going to be our uh, Super Bowl edition. Um, so we're going to uh, not really Steelers related, uh, despite the title, but we're going to break down the Super Bowl because it's the most important event in the NFL calendar. So I think it, it would be ridiculous for us to ignore it, and we're going to go into that a little bit later. But before we do that, we've got a couple of uh, other bowls to talk about um, briefly. Um, firstly, the Pro Bowl happened this weekend. Um, a bit of a sad one, really, because obviously just as the game was about to start, um, the announcement was also breaking of, of Kobe Bryant's um, unfortunate death. Um, yeah. him and his his daughter Gigi in a helicopter crash just before it started, and it you know obviously had a bit of a a darkness over the game. I, I was actually a little bit surprised that they um, continued to play the game, obviously, because I know Kobe Bryant is such a huge deal. I think even in, in the UK, where I don't think the NBA is really as big as the NFL, but it's hard, you know, you have to have your head buried in the sand not to kind of have felt Kobe's influence over the years. Um, so you know, 
it's a terrible situation, isn't it? I don't I don't know that much more can be said than has already been said, but um, yeah, to, to, to sort of show Kobe's sort of reach, my wife knows nothing about sports. Some would argue that I know nothing about sports, and they'd be right. But she was the one that broke the news to me, hmm. and she she knows who Kobe Bryant is. Yeah. So it just shows how far-reaching he is, and he sort of transcended the the, the sport, didn't he? But he became a figurehead. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's well, a very well, sad ordeal. Rich, you're there, right? You're you're where that team is, so how, how's, how are things there? Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I have a lot of friends that were texting me and we were texting back and forth. And um, in fact, I didn't even see the Pro Bowl. I had to watch the highlights because they, you know, they went to breaking news and that and that was the rest of the day. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I have some, I mean, I, I follow the Lakers and, I, you know, I like Kobe, um, but I have some buddies that are really, really huge Kobe fans and they're just devastated right now. And, and you can see, I mean, there's a lot of people walking around with their Kobe Bryant jerseys on and. Um, just really, you know, you can imagine, just really sad, very sad around here. Yeah. Tragic. Yeah, it, it, like I say, it, it, the Pro Bowl suddenly became, I mean, the Pro Bowl didn't need any help being unimportant, did it? But it suddenly became <laughs> um, just a complete afterthought. I mean, I, I, I wasn't really even watching because I was kind of entirely focused on my phone. But the, the initial concern, because the same thing happened with me, Dave, where my girlfriend actually texted me. I, I'd already seen it, but she I was surprised that she even knew who Kobe was. But um, mm. our concern was obviously that, you know, the ABC report that interrupted the Pro Bowl was talking about that, that all the daughters were on this helicopter, and that was my initial concern, and we were just waiting for news on that. So, yeah, yeah a lot of the Pro Bowl was missed, but... Um, the game did happen. The AFC apparently won thirty-eight to thirty-three. Yeah, I only really watched the first quarter. Um, Rich, uh, Rich wasn't around last week. Um, some speculation as to why. We'll get into that maybe later. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, we we sort of gave our deep dive analysis into the Pro Bowl and you know the statistical rankings of, of you know who who wins at AFC versus NFC, obviously. Um, but uh, Rich, uh, was there a time when the Pro Bowl was any good? You know, I I think it I think it was a it was taken a little more seriously back back in the day. I mean, it's always been one of those games that you know it's for fun and it's for the fans and it's players to get out and just have a good time and meet each other. And um, but it seemed like you know back in the day, seventies, eighties, it was played with a little more vigor. I think, but I kind of like it, you know, because it's it's really interesting because um, you can imagine the coaches before the game saying, "Hey guys, you know, just you know." Everybody take it easy. No slobber knocker hits out there and just have fun. But you, there's still those those guys <laughs> like the highlights. I saw Jamal Jamal Adams from the Jets cracking. I think it was Jared Cook in the <laughs> silence. Like just gave him a smack. And then Earl Thomas, of course, knocks Cousins to the ground. And it's like, oh, my gosh. But it, it's kind of cool because it's, you know, it's just a time to have fun. And, and sometimes you would see a guy just grab a guy and hold on to him and they blow the whistle, you know. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's more for the fans, I think, than anything else. But, uh, yeah, I think back in the day, to answer your question, it was it was a little more mustard on the games, I think, back then. A little bit more legit. Mm-hmm. A little bit, yeah. If you needed a reason to switch off other than that Booger McFarland was commentating on it, it took him three attempts to end the first quarter. <laughs> it, it was like some sort of torture for me. It's like they knew I was watching. And I could be out watching. <laughs> I, I just ended up switching off in the end. I was like, oh, I'll watch the highlights tomorrow. 
But, uh, I've got to be honest, I didn't even start it. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I, I think this has been a bit of an evolution for me because I remember like a few years ago, uh, people would always say, like, oh, I'm not watching the Pro Bowl. I'm too... It always felt like quite an elitist point of view when I was sort of, you know, bouncing around the NFL You say it's, it's snobby, is it? Yeah, a bit of a snobby yeah sort of. but, but I feel like I've kind of evolved into that now where <laughs> like, I'm a bit at this point, like I've got my fill of good football. I, I don't need to watch this. Whereas three years ago, I was kind of rabid for it. And I, I think that's like a just a testament to, you know, getting more used to the sport and getting, I think back then when people first get into it, they're so eager for any kind of sport that, you know, the Pro Bowl becomes something more than it really is. But the sooner you realise it's for the guys that are over there and for the kids and stuff, the better, I think. <laughs> just well, like... it seemed like the the network were pushing the, the Senior Bowl a lot more this year yes, and, and yeah. a much more entertaining game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, we get we get onto the senior bowl. Worth mentioning on the Pro Bowl though. Before we move on, um, TJ Watt, Joe Hayden, both uh, inter- interception for Hayden. TJ Watt fumble return. So mark them down in the uh, Pro Bowl Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, it seems like Hayden's uh, continuing his season of of catching the ball. Yeah, that's yeah, thing. that's good. Yeah, and Cam Haywood and Minka both were part of the team that won the Skills Challenge. So an AFC uh, dynasty begins. Right. So right, yeah, moving on. That's all there is to say on that. <laughs> uh, right, Senior Bowl. Um, yeah, so I, again, Senior Bowl was a bit of a weird one where I kind of watched about three quarters and then got distracted. Um, but there was a few interesting uh, people to take note of. But I'll let you kick off on this, Gav, because this is your baby. Why well, not? I just thought it was total domination by the uh, the the North D line. That that was the kind of mm. takeaway for me. Yeah. I mean, it just. I mean, whether it was. Whether they were that good or whether the the the, uh, the, the South O line were that bad, yeah, I don't know. But they were just in the backfield on every play, almost. It seemed like they were outmatched. Yeah, I think that um, that Bradley and I fella uh, from Utah yeah. made himself some money, right? I, I mean, had completely dominated. Uh, I can't remember the guy had a bit, a bit of an odd name, the tackle. Um, can't think of it. Oh, the top of my head. Brock Morton. Brock Morton. That was exactly it. Yeah, uh, just absolutely yeah. destroyed him. <laughs> yeah, constantly. Yeah, his his draft stock was hit with that, and and Josh Uche on the other side. And then, and then he had Kenny Willikers coming in as well. Yeah, I mean, talking about you know, thunder and lightning coming off the edge or power and speed, those two were great. I mean, totally how how defense can take over a game. Yeah, I, I quite like the senior ball because it just gives you me an opportunity to, as someone who's obviously not really begun his kind of, <laughs> you want to loosely put it, scouting efforts yet, <laughs> just kind of starting to get to grips with the names in the class and and the different you know guys that are. They're going to be there in in and around my consciousness for the next three months. Um, it's good to get a grip on some of the seniors and some of the older guys that are going to be coming out, and uh, especially I think for the more skilled position guys, where it's easy to see that, like you say, the D line, the the running backs, the quarterbacks, the receivers. It's easy to kind of uh, review that in these games. Yeah. I, I thought I don't know about you, Dave, but the, the quarterbacks. I felt like Herbert was head and shoulders above uh, Love. Yeah, I mean he's they're both quite sort of mobile, aren't they? Really, mm. um, but. Yeah, I I I can't I I can't sort of draw an awful lot from it without having watched deeper into their sort of their back catalogue. But but no, I I enjoyed watching um, Herbert. It was quite. Uh, I think he's if anything he's improved his his standing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Neither of them hurt their stock. I think no. I think. Um... Uh, hurts is you can see some of the limitations there yeah, possibly. I was going to ask you about that because there seems to be a lot of buzz around around him. Um, more as like a, a maybe a later round guy, but in the Lamar Jackson mold is what I'm hearing. But I didn't see it in this game. I mean, maybe it was to do with uh, his. 
I think he comes across as kind of a good character guy, like yeah. a good leader, and maybe doesn't have the all of the tools. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. it seems it seems like people want him to be good, or want him to yeah. be better than he is because yeah. he's sort of high, you know, high character guy. Did you watch the uh, senior bowl, Rich? I did. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I mentioned before I'm a Justin Herbert fan, and and I thought he looked great, and um, Jordan Love looked good too. But um, yeah, really high on him. And there's a few guys that that stood out to me. Um, did you guys did you guys see uh, Adam Troutman? The game he yeah did? yeah wow. that's what I was gonna say because I, I, I really focused on the tight end group and I thought a couple of guys really really lifted themselves up to kind of level with maybe the kind of the rest of the guys. So there's kind of like a bubble of like six or seven quite good tight ends. I think maybe not the star quality, but yeah, Troutman really helped his draft stock and and I thought Harrison Bryant as well. Because mm-hmm. who, who, he's 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 shown that he's you know he's almost like an H back, but he, they they used him in obviously they, whether it was you know in discussion with the coaches or the coaches wanted to highlight that he could actually block. He he did a great job of blocking and you know moving moving to the point of attack and and, and moving people around. Mm-hmm. So those those two guys really I think sort of elevated themselves. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm very interested in, in this Troutman kit. What, from Dayton, Ohio, right? Which is like a, what's that, a Division Three? Yeah. Uh, uh, so right. small, yeah, small school guy. But um, talking about a... being a first round, potentially, like the first overall tight end, maybe. So, oh, I um, don't buy that. You don't buy that, no? I mean, you know more than me about the positioning right now, but there's there's Mel, uh, uh, is it Kaifer who's got the, the top 50 uh, out at the minute and it's the first tight end? or. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Moves I think that's hype train. I, I, I think a lot of these guys are sort of day two guys. I yeah. don't think there's any anyone really that's first round. I don't know. Well, that's that's the consideration. I think that's why a few people brought up um, Dave Bryant brought up on the terrible podcast I was listening to, where um, he's like a top fifty guy at this point, and obviously the Steelers' first pick is forty nine. So the thought is that he could potentially be there, but with this hype train sort of starting up, I'm, I'm questioning that. But it's early what, days. What? What I think it means is if if the Steelers don't have to worry about reaching for a, a tight end necessarily. Yes. Yeah. I think I think that they'll be able to get a decent one, you know, with their third round pick. Although it is a long way. I did I did I did do my first kind of just trial mock draft, just testing it out. Hmm. It's such a long time. You've got to wait for a Steelers pick. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like an age. Just looking at the general sort of group of tight ends, though, a lot of them strike me not not without going deep into. Uh, sort of draft stuff but a lot of them seem to strike me as just sort of like slot receivers they're not really true tight ends there is that but then you've got to think about the way they're used in college they don't necessarily get the the opportunity to show off that blocking from the from the kind of the yeah. offenses that are sort of prevalent in the college mm. game so it's something that has to develop it's hard to project you kind of got to see it, and I've, it's something I've seen. The, the one I've seen do it most the, from the games I've seen is Pinkney. That that he, he's not like a technical blocker, but I've seen that he can kind of move people and create holes. That's why I kind of like him because it's he's more of like a big body guy, isn't he? He's sort of a yeah. Kind of I mean, the, the risk with him that he ends up being like a Xavier Grimble kind of guy that is kind of not good but not good enough. Yeah. But but I, I don't know. I, I see the kind of the the aggression in the blocking. That I kind of want from a Steelers tight end, but anyway, we'll get we'll get into we we'll get in, get into this as the draft process goes on. Yeah, but I think I think yeah, on. I was just gonna say in a couple of weeks we will do you know position by position. We'll spend an episode on each and give everyone sort of the 
the real Jew. But uh, yeah, I, I thought I just thought it was an interesting place to start. What one guy that really stood up to me, Gavin? I don't know if you you noticed him, um, Van Jefferson. You see, you see this guy? Yeah, yeah definitely. I, yeah. I mean, what intrigues me now when it comes to uh, wide receivers, what I always love is the guys that can. Uh, that are really accomplished route runners in college or, or route runners in college, depending on which way you want to go. Um, and this guy is apparently the son of a, a wide receivers coach, and you can tell um, he, he just runs crisp routes. And, and yeah, I, I really liked him in the senior ball. Apparently, he's a, a kind of a possibly a later round guy as well, a kind of a round three, round four guy, maybe. So. I mean, yes, incredibly deep receiver class. And all, all of the receivers at the senior ball were kind of the son of second or third tier. Yeah down kind of thing and and even those guys look look pretty good to me yeah so i, I mean, mean if you could sneak a, quite a few of them if you could sneak a guy like that with that third round pick or you know I, i'd be very comfortable with the talent that i saw just on the field on uh on saturday so yeah we'll see but uh, yeah he was a guy that stood out to me so his name i'm gonna watch going forward yeah and du- duvernay i mean he's blisteringly fast and the, the question on him has been the hands and he, he he caught a couple i mean they were kind of body catches but you know the the drops didn't show up there, and and he he is, you know, if you if you're looking for that kind of blow the top off receiver, he's he's that guy. He he'd be there, maybe even in the fourth round. Yeah. So, uh, any other guys sort of to mention about the senior ball before we move on? Or I, I think you've got to mention Josh Kelly. I mean, he's 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 the running back. You know, yeah, he looked great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really nice burst. Yeah, and, and a couple of ones he bounced outside. Sort of showed vision as well, I thought, and yeah, he looks like he's kind of elevated his drafts, but stock as well in another deep class. Is there, I was going to say, what's the class like for the running back? Are there a lot of underclassmen and sort of looking at the running backs this year, or yeah, it's a good, it's a good it's class, a good, good crop, solid yeah. class, yeah. yeah. Your guy Hasty looked pretty good. Yeah, so, yeah, same guy the the fumble. Yeah, I'm a bit disappointed by that, but is I don't know if that's a, a ball security issue reaching back. I don't know, but it's it, maybe it was just a bit of a. A one-time thing, a bad time for it to happen. Yeah, but this this definitely worth you know a few backs in there that you could take a shot in late rounds. Mm. What are you gonna say, Richie? Quite like P Ryan as well. No, sorry, no, no, I didn't. I, I didn't say anything. Oh, right. <laughs> hearing voices. But I mean, if I, I, I would like to bring up uh, Damian Lewis too. Man. Mm. What an impressive guard that guy is. I would I would love for the Steelers to have a chance to grab that guy, but he's going to be long gone. But he looked great. Yeah, and uh, Kitchenberry as well, right? Both mm-hmm. of the LSU linemen yeah. look good, I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Lewis looks looks tough. <clears throat> okay. Well, um, with that then, unless there's anything else, Gav, we'll move on to our uh, Super Well, I just wondered if you if you liked the look of uh, uh, the punting from man. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I actually, to be, I'll be honest, I didn't pay attention to the punters in the, in the senior ball. I, I don't know why. I, I just wasn't paying much attention. But I'll tell you what yeah, I did. Yeah, man. He, he picked them right back. I'll tell you what I did notice, though. Um, the kicker. Um, oh, who was it now? Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Was, it Utah, was it Utah kicker? State? Was, was it... Um, I can't remember his name now. Um, do you know the one I'm talking about, Gav? The guy with the glasses. The guy with the glasses, yeah. What's yeah. his name? He's got like a long name. Rodrigo something. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, oh my God. Have you seen this guy? He, he apparently he's like got um, short sightedness, so he can't see the goalposts, but he's like one of the most accurate kickers in like the college history. Uh, this guy looks like... like I, I can't wait. Like This guy's apparently going to get drafted. He's going to be the top kicker in this class. Oh, the fact's going to draft him. Well... In other news, uh, speaking of that, did you know that Roberto Aguayo's brother is eligible to be drafted this year? 
Surely not. Yeah, uh, and he played for Florida State as well. Um, he's had the job since Roberto went to the NFL, so maybe the books could go for uh, round two, figuratively, uh, on the Aguayo trade. Maybe they just took the wrong Aguayo. That's one of the saddest uh, hard knock moments, isn't it? <laughs> Seeing him get cut. That was a crazy one, man. I don't know what they were thinking with that second round pick. <laughs> Is this half blind kid going to be the the pinball wizard of the kicking world? Possibly. Definitely, and blind kid. You know. I'm looking out for this guy, but this guy looks awesome on the field, wearing those kind of like '80s style like nerd um, in PE glasses. You know what I mean? Like, I absolutely love it. <laughs> it's amazing. I, I, as soon as I saw it, I just dropped everything and uh, went on like a, a rant about it in the Facebook group about how, how awesome it was. So, yeah, I'm gonna keep an eye yeah, out for this guy. He's got proper bottle bottle top eyes, isn't he? Like yeah. with the thick I mean, fingers, listen, yeah. I'm not saying that Boz should move over, but. <laughs> <laughs> this guy man anyway right um, yeah so with that let, let's move on to the Super Bowl before I sort of fall any more in love with this kid um, so Super Bowl what Super Bowl is it 53 54 what Super Bowl are we on Gav pass <laughs> 53 isn't it damn the Roman numerals caught me out again L-L-I-I-I yeah, yeah, 53. Yeah, 50, I was right, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> right, thank God for that. I tend to remember them by who's in them. All the <laughs> yeah. Possible, yeah, but I can never remember their numerals. <laughs> Isn't it 54? Oh, no. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> if you need any more excuse not to pay attention to us, we don't even know what Super Bowl is we're talking about. Um, so, Super it's Bowl... a weird week for us, isn't it, the Super Bowl week <laughs> over here? Because like, it's, it's like the one week where other people come onto our patch. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, like I suppose it's the same in in the in America though. In some ways, I suppose people have Super Bowl parties and people come round who have no idea, what, you know, what what's going on with the actual game. Is that is that true, Rich? Yeah, definitely. Sure. Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah, it, it's like that here to but just to a lesser extent, people kind of show up just for the you know the halftime show and the yeah. All of a sudden, people have an interest in it for one night, don't they, and then disappear. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Rich is right though. It is Super Bowl Fifty Four. Thanks, Rich. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I got something right uh, on on my prediction. <laughs> so Super Fifty Four, um, obviously in Miami, um, Hard Rock Stadium, we got the Forty ers and the Chiefs. Um, this is a, I mean, what a matchup! First of all, I mean, we couldn't have, we couldn't have asked for anything more. I don't think um, out of this game, uh, we've got a, a defensive, especially a defensive line, but a defense on the whole um, with Robert Salah's Forty ers defense that is just absolutely dominant. And then on the other side, we've got an offense the likes of which I have never seen. Um, with Patrick Mahomes, who can seemingly just you know score at will and score heavily, um, and we've seen that in the last two postseason games that he's been a part of. But I suppose that's where I want to kick this conversation off. Is you know looking back, and I've, all I've kind of heard this week from multiple people so far is you know uh, the history tells us that defense wins championships, and and that that rings true here because you go back in the last twenty five years, and the vast majority of these top defenses that have played top offensive have ended up taking the Super Bowl home. Um, but do you think that's the case with with this Mahomes offense? Is this something different that we've seen, or, or is this going to fall foul of the same problem? Oh man! I mean, I've just gone back and forth to this all week. Yeah. I, I've I've finally come to a conclusion that I think I'm going to pick the Chiefs. Do I want to give away my pick now already? Yeah, that's fine. But, we'll probably yeah, do it as I we just, go along. Yeah, but I just think that, there. yeah, blow my eyes. Um, I just think he's such a good quarterback. Is he the best sort of pocket passer in the NFL right now? I think he probably is, isn't he? And I just think what what we've seen happen in in the league 
over the last kind of 10 years is this evolution of the passing game. Andy Reid's been at the forefront of it. You know, he'll have two weeks to scheme up the, you know, he's got all the whole season of tape on the, the 49ers defense. I don't know. That, that's, that's what I think. I think it's, I think it's shades of difference between these two great teams, but I think, I think it's going to come down to that. I think it's going to come down to having that, that extra special class, a quarterback, which the other team doesn't have. Yeah. It's, it's a classic strength on strength matchup, isn't it? I mean, that D line is just so dominant, and without even you know blitzing or, or bringing that extra rusher, they can get so much pressure on the quarterback. But at the same time, Patrick Mahomes, more than any guy I've seen this season, is so able to deal with that. And you look at his stats. I saw something on NFL Network this week that was showing his stats when he was under pressure, uh, or when he was blitzed against versus when he wasn't. And um, it's obscene. This guy is almost plays much better when he's being blitzed, and it allows people to get open down the field, and his receivers are so fast and athletic, and he can, you know, heave the ball so far that it, it, it's almost unfair sometimes. So I think it's going to be such an awesome matchup to see Robert Salah try and draw something up against Patrick Mahomes. Um, I don't think we're going to see a lot of blitzes. I don't think we're going to see them try and bring a lot of guys or bring a lot of pressure. I think they're going to drop back and, and try and stop Patrick Mahomes from having these guys open downfield. But whether or not they're going to be able to do that is a whole other question. Um, Rich, what are you thinking on this? Um, I think what Gavin says could absolutely happen. I'm going to go the other direction, though. Um, I think San Francisco is going to be able to do what Tennessee couldn't do. And I, I think I think that that front four is going to harass him all day long. And I think they're going to run the ball all over Kansas City. That, that, that running attack that Shanahan has is so impressive. He's just, just like his dad. You know, and it, it's just really cool to, to watch if you like that type of game, which I do. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of think the, the 49ers are going to edge them out. Okay, awesome. D- Dave, where are you landing on this at the minute? I'm I'm going to decide on the fly. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're still wavering. I must admit, I am as well, Dave. I, I can't blame you. I've been totally undecided. I've been trying to wrap my brains thinking and trying to ignore what other people are saying. <laughs> Just talking about my own take on it. But, like, you can – it's weird. You can, you've got to completely ignore – everything that's happened this season because like when you look at Kansas City's um defense the 29th in rush defense and you they're facing probably one of well arguably the best rushing attack in the league and it's a great point and you know San Francisco have got the second best pass defense but then when you look at what Kansas City did to the Ravens you're like, well, they they controlled them really well. You know, they they you know another great rushing team, and they, you know, almost pretty much shut them out in terms of rushing. So it, I, I kind of can't decide. I'm almost waiting to see what side does. Well, okay, that's fine. I, I'll I'll break down where my head is at the minute, and you can tell me what that does to your head. Because <laughs> I'm living rent free up there, Dave. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, and our picks. Like the playoff picks, me and Dave are currently sat atop the leaderboard with five each. So, um, if one of us goes one way and the other goes the other, that could decide this. I um, it's interesting, right? Because like you, you you're absolutely correct in what you say. The the, the rushing game for the Forty ers Kyle Shanahan, it, it's obscene, right? What they did to the Packers was upsetting. It, you know, it, it was upsetting. How, how were they able to just take this guy, Raheem Mozart, and, and just run down the throats of uh, the Packers all game? And, and what, Jimmy Garoppolo threw eight times in that game and they won, you know, pretty comfortably. Um, 
I think one thing that can't happen in this game is the 49ers cannot fall behind. If the, if the 49ers fall behind early, um, and there's no precedent for that because the, the Chiefs have started pretty slowly so far this postseason, but I don't know that the 49ers are going to have the the power to, to bring back an early, you know, falling behind early. If they go down 14 nothing, or, you know, if they go two scores behind, I think we could be looking at a done and dusted kind of game. But I... That's the only difference for me. I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, the the Kansas City run defense, it's not even average. It's it's not good. Uh, and oh. when you're going up against a, a guy who can scheme up the run like Kyle Shanahan, that does worry me a lot. But I have such belief that Patrick Mahomes can rally and come back no matter what the deficit is. Whereas I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo would be able to do that. So for that one reason and that one advantage, I'm I'm going to take the Chiefs in in this one, Dave. Ah. Oh. <laughs> You've made it really hard. Because <laughs> <laughs> basically, definitely... I, have, I have no choice but to go the opposite of you if I want to win. Well, I would just like to point out you did ask me to just go, <laughs> to go first. <laughs> I know, but it's because it's, it's because I'm so undecided. You know, the whole thing of forty hours drawing, you know, same amount of Super Bowls as us. It, it's um, it's not a nice. It, it puts me off picking them. So I guess I've got no choice now. Either. But I can see it going the other way as well. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm going to pick the Chiefs, but I could very easily see what Rich says being the case, and and the 49ers just absolutely rushing this down the throats of the Chiefs, and them having no answer. You know, they might be able to continue to score, but they do such a good job of keeping Mahomes off the field for extended plays. I mean, I I, I kind of want the 49ers to show that rushing attack because, like Rich says, I, I I love I love seeing that. I love seeing a rushing attack. That's in in form and really pulling it off well, but I I, I, I if I want to win I can't <laughs> I can't pick the I can't pick the Chiefs can I? You could be you could be like a, a coward and go for the draw, but there's no glory in a draw, is there? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm gonna have to go with the Forty Niners then. Okay, eh? okay, so we, we're gonna have Dave and Rich. You go with the Forty Niners, is that right? Yes. Yep. Okay. And me and Gav going for the Chiefs. Okay. It's definitely it's got the the, the potential to be a great Super Bowl. I think in, it in that it, it in that it, it's it's kind of like a match up between two totally different philosophies. It's like one of those kind of kung fu movies from the eighties where there's two different schools and they fight to see which one has got the better style. It's like what it's like that. It's like it's you know it's an interesting kind of chess match kind of poker game. Who can who can make the the adjustments quicker and. Who, who, who's you know what approach is better? It's, it's fascinating from from a schematic kind of point of view. So it's it's, it's a good one. Who, who do you think has the coaching advantage in this game? This is something I've been racking my brains about this week. Well, they both got they're both good good, good coaches, but do different things. Hmm. So yeah. it's who, whose approach is is going to prevail? Who knows? I mean, that's why it's so difficult to pick. Am I right to be concerned about Andy Reid's game management a little bit? Well, he's not done amazingly well in big games, has he? Hmm. Yeah, I love Andy Reid. Maybe... I, I really hope he gets the Super Bowl. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think Cal Shanahan's got an air of kind of genius about him that feels like it's unstoppable at the moment. <laughs> yeah, but then I thought that about Sean McVay as well, and look, you know, look where that ended yeah. up last season. So yeah, I mean, uh, Andy Reid's an older head. Maybe that experience plays into it. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, so, I mean, there's, the only other thing I wanted to, to talk about, really, was what kind of interests me the most about the Super Bowl, probably more even than, you know, the actual game itself, is kind of the um, 
the way that a single game can almost impact the legacy of so many people all at once. Yeah, it's kind of the reason that I love the draft so much because you know so many of these kids' lives change just in one sort of moment, and I find that really interesting. It's the same kind of thing with the Super Bowl. Like, I just want to kind of run some some guys and some scenarios by you and just kind of get your thoughts on on the legacy of of some of these guys potentially, depending on if this this goes one way or another. I mean, I've already mentioned the coaching, but people talk a lot about Sean McVay, but you know, Kyle Shanahan has the potential to really become and take over that spot as the kind of the wonderkin coach the, the kind of the young guy that's come in obviously an offensive genius that's taken over this team in that mold that the teams want now and that would really kind of prove that concept a little bit if he goes and takes over this 49ers team and after three years uh, with him i don't know you've got to think he's had success for a while now i mean with the starting with the sort of rg3 kind of period from from then on he's been kind of one of those most creative coaches you know what he did with the falcons and everywhere he's gone he's kind of had you know created playoff teams out of maybe not great you're rosters. To, you're totally right when you, when we're looking at this logically, Gav. But but what I mean is, like, look at Andy Reid, right? He's been chasing a Super Bowl for, for decades. And people talk about Andy Reid, like one of the top coaches in the league. But I just feel like he doesn't get that same respect a little bit because he hasn't won the Super Bowl. And even though that's just one game, it, it, it does... I, I don't think you can argue that it doesn't have that kind of big impact on, on a guy's legacy. I mean, look at, you know, Pete Carroll, if he hadn't won a Super Bowl. Would we be talking about him as the same guy? You know, that's just two games. So yeah, I totally agree with you. But I think why why Shanahan's done it everywhere he's gone, whereas Andy Reid has had has has had has been at his franchises longer, and maybe that's come you know as it comes down to luck in one game, you know maybe it reflects differently on him in that he's you know always knocking at the door, never quite making it, whereas. Shanahan's moved from various franchises and, and, and elevated each of those teams and then he's left and that team sunk back down. So it seems like he's more more, you know, maybe ahead of Andy Reid. Well I, I think you you've got to give Andy Reid massive respect. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I, like I say, I, I think I kinda of hope Andy Reid I'm I'm kinda of rooting for the Chiefs in this one a little bit because uh, I, I do hope Andy Reid gets that Super Bowl. I think I think he deserves it, right? Um but yeah, I I just find that this game, man, it's so much rest on this on this one game more than almost anything i can think of in sports really maybe the world cup but even that i mean it just feels like the, the super bowl just holds so much importance over one guy's uh, future i mean look at eli manning this guy's going to go in the hall of fame despite having a pretty average career because he beat tom brady in two games you know because david tyree caught a ball yeah. on his helmet yeah yeah right <laughs> So it's crazy. I mean, a couple, a couple more. If you'll indulge me, imagine if we wake up on Monday morning and, and Jimmy Garoppolo is a Super Bowl winning quarterback. It, mm. it depends how many passes he's thrown there. Because if he's handed the ball <laughs> off all game, it's a very different kind of scenario. Well, yeah. I, I mean, you're right, but I hey, McMahon won it with the Bears in the similar fashion. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how much does that impact? I mean, it reminds me of when we woke up that Monday morning and Nick Foles was the Super Bowl MVP, right? I mean, that's just crazy. I didn't see that coming at all. So those kind of things just interest me a lot. Um, I think, look at Nick Bosa. I think he's going to sort of solidify the start of a what could be a Hall of Fame career if he, if he gets the Super Bowl in his rookie season. I think that's really interesting. Richard Sherman getting a second ring, one in Seattle and, and one in San Francisco. I mean... Does he retire as going to the Hall of Fame as a, a Seahawk or a 49er at that point? I don't, I don't know. Oh, Legion of Boom, man. Yeah, you've got to think so. But what if uh, Mozart puts up 200 yard performance again and ends up as the Super Bowl MVP? 
Yeah. I mean, he goes from yeah. being an undrafted guy that you know pretty much nobody knew about two weeks ago to being a guy. It, it, always have the Shanahanigans. Yeah. You know, parenthesis around any running back that in that in that offense. I think in that scheme. No, I mean you're totally right. But but what I mean is, you know, he's a Super Bowl MVP, right? If he gets 200 yards and three touchdowns in this game, I don't think you can argue that we're not going to give it to him, whether or not he, you know, that it's all a a, a part of Shanahan's system. Mm. I mean, what is Brady if not a part of Belichick's system? <laughs> don't go for Patriots fans. <laughs> so yeah, I what's don't know. the what's the what's the national media saying, Rich? What, what's what's the kind of what's what are they saying over there? What's what what what, the, what who are they picking? Or is it fifty fifty? It seems like most people are picking um, the the Chiefs. They seem to be the favorite. Um, I've watched a few of the the this um, they have shows. Um, different shows that are broadcasting from the Super Bowl in Miami. And I've watched a few of those, and uh, it, it seems like most people are, are, are going with Kansas City. Uh, I would say, from what I've seen, is like 60-40 right now, hmm. I would guess. Um, but uh, yeah, it's gonna, you know, it'll change too as as the uh, as it gets closer to the day. I'm sure things will change as any news comes out about anybody. You know, something happened in practice or something. It always seems to change a little bit as it gets closer to the day. Yeah, there'll always be something. You know, some fire alarm will go off, or you know, <laughs> there'll be a flu bug around one of the camps or something. But uh, one thing I wanted to ask as well: Tyreek Hill is an interesting figure. I, I don't know. Did you watch Media Night the other day? I didn't. What I saw, happened? I kind of saw nothing major, but but I stayed up and watched it because I usually quite like Media Day, Media Night. I find it pretty interesting. I thought NFL Network did a really bad job of covering this for the first time. Uh, I'm not one to usually criticise, but this was like... Uh, they kind of had like a three-hour show set up for it, which I thought was going to be really cool. I thought, great, we'll have a more of a formatted show than they normally do. Normally it's just like they span around to different interviews. But it was there was really very little of the actual Media Day show, and it was kind of just like a couple guys in the booth, and then obviously it's American TV, so adverts were on every two minutes. Um, and maybe like four interviews throughout the full hour when the team was out there, and I thought they did a really bad job of it. But um, that aside, I kind of want to bring up Tyreek Hill because he was sat there and had his own booth, and obviously the hundreds of reporters stacked around him. And it got me thinking: this guy, if he goes off, you know, if he goes for you know two hundred plus yards and, and two touchdowns, which we know he's well capable of doing, right? And he's the kind of the obvious Super Bowl MVP. Do you think the NFL gives it to him, or do you, do you think they do everything in the possibility not to? Well, I just that, that was the point I was alluding to last week. Is you know I think I think they'll try and damper that down. I think. I think they'll probably try and give it to Mahomes if they all yeah. can. But you know, if this guy goes out and puts a kind of a stamp on the game, which like, like I say, we've seen him do it before. You know, if he got like a, a punt return touchdown as well or something, you know. But, I think they have, yeah, they have yeah. everything crossed. It doesn't happen. Yeah, I mean, is he going to go to Disneyland? They really can't <laughs> ignore him. Yeah. yeah, but it feels that way, isn't it? Like he's just kind of. I said last week, I don't want to talk too much about the situation because I don't think we really know what happened. But it feels like the NFL's tried to just stick their fingers in their ears and ignore that situation, and that might not be a good look if he ends up being the uh, unquestionable Super Bowl MVP in this game. Yeah, well, there's been a few over the years. A couple of uh, little things I want to quickly go around the four of us and sort of give a, a quick fire answer to, if you don't mind. Um, who's going to be the X factor in this game? Not necessarily the MVP, but who's going to come out maybe and make a play someone maybe you don't expect or 
or someone who's just going to take over the game? Who's going to be the X Factor? Uh, we'll start with Gav. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, I said Mahomes. Is that too? Is that no? That, that's, that's okay my, if you think that's the guy. That's who I think is going to be the difference. I think that was my hmm. my initial kind of analysis. Is that too boring? No, is that too obvious? I, I'll give you that. <laughs> Dave, Dave, I'm going to ask Dave now, and he's going to say Mahomes as well. <laughs> Going equally boring, but going with my forced pick, uh, most of it, I think I think he's going to be the the difference maker. I think it, it, if he carries on from that last game, that's going to be he's going to walk away with this. Okay, yeah, Rich. I'll say the uh, 49er defensive line because I think you said Simon that they're not they're not built for catch up, and and there's if they have to catch the Chiefs. I don't know if any team can do that in the NFL. So that that, that defense is it's going to be really important for them to win the game, and it's especially the defensive line. Yeah, conversely, Rich, I was going to say the. Uh, I suppose it could go either way, couldn't it? I was going to say the Chiefs' offensive line. Um, yeah. If they kind of just hold that that line, if you will, uh, long oh, enough yeah. for Mahomes to get some of these, you know, kind of crazy plays off where people run all over the field and, and off route. Uh, yeah, some of those big plays I could really see coming that way. You know, you know, you know the type where he's going to throw it as he's falling to the ground with Nick Bosa slabbered all over him. Um, yeah, you can just see it in the fourth quarter, right? <laughs> yeah, you can see that. It'll be a long game for the 49ers if if that offensive line does a good job protecting him for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then similar kind of question. It, it, don't worry if it's the same. I imagine it probably will be for you, for you, Gav. Who are you taking as the MVP? I'm going to take Mahomes as well, Gav. I assume you. Yeah, can, I've, uh... I've got to take Mahomes. Yeah, that's that's what I'm. I'm parking all my chips on Mahomes <laughs> yes. corner. Dave. He's going to Bosa. Got to go with my pick, haven't I? <laughs> um... <laughs> Your boy. Um... Hey, if you want to go Garoppolo, I'll allow it. <laughs> with his eight passes. I, yeah, I I can't. I really can't see that happening. I don't think they're going to give him the opportunity to make an impact that it's that rushing game has worked too well to let him throw it away with four picks why would you do that um yeah i'm gonna go with um <laughs> i'm gonna go probably with you, you guys go with my homes just to be contrarian to myself okay yeah no problem and uh what, what do you reckon rich uh i'm gonna go with moster Okay, awesome. Wouldn't surprise me if the 49ers win to see like one of the D linemen get it. I don't know who, whoever gets you know the big sack or something, but um, yeah, I could see that happening as well. Uh, what, what's the uh, not to, uh, not to, Tariq Cohen? I can't get his name in my head. The other running back for the 49ers, um, Breeder. Breeder, yeah. Coleman. Uh, Coleman, thank you. Sorry, yeah, Coleman, who's who I'm thinking of. He's going to be good for this game. It looks like right because it looked like he was going to be out. Yeah. So potential that maybe Mozart's workload might diminish a little bit, be a bit more of a committee. Obviously, last week he went down early, didn't he? So he took over. But but he's been the hot hand most, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, be, yeah. be crazy to go away from him. He's yeah, shown he's it's like explosive, getting ten yards on first down. I mean, it's you know you can't ask for anything more, really. No, no. Okay, awesome. I've I've got one for you. Um, yeah. This relates to a bet I've actually put on. Of course it does. Uh, yeah. Jimmy G over or under two hundred and forty-one point five passing yards. Under. Way under. Although, uh, although, the 49ers could fall behind and he could end up getting one of those like 300-yard try-and-catch-up games, you know? That could definitely be the great the game script. You going under, Rich? Yes, definitely. Yeah, I went under. I couldn't believe that was the line. It's that a high was, line. That was, oh, oh, yeah, it was almost evens. 
I, I put quite a bit on that. I don't know. That's probably moved now. That was quite earlier in the week. <laughs> I won't ask how much you put on that. <laughs> no, I, I, several units, as they say, yeah, and, yeah. and people don't want to talk about how much they actually bit. And the we other bet enough. I had was um, uh, Shady McCoy to score a touchdown because I thought they might oh, give really? it to him if they if they're, if they're way ahead, they might just give him one. Yeah, yeah, could that was be. just a punt. That was quite a decent odds. Or equally, you could be an active. Are we <laughs> so, having a bet on the yeah. halftime show? <laughs> So yeah, before you get to that, Dave, I'm gonna we're gonna do a little prop game. Um, so wow. I've got kind of a list of uh, NFL props, and I want to go through. Uh, well, we'll do it now, actually. So, so what I want to do, I'm gonna go through the NFL props that I've got loaded up on my phone, and I'm basically gonna give you all um, the option to bet one pound on each prop, um, or you know, I would have done one dollar rich, um, but you know, it's worth less, so I don't want to do the math. <laughs> uh, so, um, I'm on Paddy Power. I'm going to go through some of these and have a look at uh, what the odds are. Uh, and basically, you can bet on each one. You can choose not to bet, uh, but you can only bet on one thing for each on each one. You can only bet a pound on each bet, right? And then I'm, after at the end, I'm going to do the unenviable job of figuring out who would have won the most money out of the four of us. Does that make sense? Okay, I like the sound of this. Right. <laughs> you like the sound you're of it. My, you're, you're talking my language here. Are we actually going to put the bets on or not? No. Well, I mean, you can. Oh. I don't have. I don't have the money to be put on. Well, the problem is, you, you get me thinking about bets. I'm going to end up putting them on. <laughs> is this all kind of like over under kind of? Yeah. So, well, some of them are. Some of them are. We'll get to it. Right. So, so the first one I wanted to do was obviously we'll, we'll just call it evens. Obviously, it's five to six. But uh, the time cost. Uh, the toying cost. The what? The coin toss. <laughs> I actually wrote down the toy cost, and that's why I said it. Um, the coin toss, um, 50-50, but one that everyone loves to bet on. Um, I'm going to go tails. This, this, this uh, the kind of gambling I absolutely <laughs> test. Now, if you can all write down your picks as well, um, and the odds, which are obviously evens at this stage, um, just because I'm going to forget. It'd be amazing if it wasn't evens. Anyway, so yeah, I'm, I'm going heads. I always go heads. Okay. I'm going heads also. Okay. Rich, heads or tails? Heads. <laughs> heads. Oh, no, we've got three heads, one tails. Okay, tails never fails. Um, <laughs> awesome. The national anthem. Oh, obviously, Jesus. Everyone, no, <laughs> I'm sorry, Gavin. You're going to have to get used to this because all of these are going to be like this. <laughs> the national anthem. Um, how long is the national anthem going to be? Is it going to be over 2 minutes and 4.5 seconds or under 2 minutes and 4.5 seconds? Can you give me the odds or no? Are we allowed well, the odds? Well, this is evens at this point. So that's where that's basically the that's line. That's the line, right? Yeah. I could do with some stats of like what's the average length of a national anthem. <laughs> you don't get this. Well, it's about two minutes and four point five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go. I'm going to go over because someone will try and warble their way over. So yeah, let's go over. Okay. Dem- Who's doing it this year? It's Who's Dem- doing it? Demi Lovato. Sorry, I should have said that. Who the fuck's that? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know a lot about her, um, but I was speaking to my housemate who said that she seems to be one of these people that's a bit more like wavy and, and you know, yeah, whatever. So, I, so I'm going to go over. But last year I went over on Lady Gaga thinking the same thing and she went way under, so. If, if she's all warbly and wavy, I'm going to go over as well. <laughs> okay, over. <laughs> Rich, you should I'm know. Go on. You should know. You, this is your national anthem. Yeah, I should, right? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say under. Under, okay. Okay, you're going for a snappy anthem. Yeah, I think she'll be nervous. She'll just want to get through it, do it well, but get done with it quick. And... You're like a kid in high school. 
race through that thing. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what I'm going to do, I'm going to read through a couple more interesting ones. If you like the sound of these and you want to take them, feel free to stop me and let me know and write them down for yourself. But like I say, you don't have to take any of these. Um, Demi Lovato, any player to kneel during the national anthem, five to one. Any takers? I'm not taking that. Nope. I'm taking the field. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, similarly, any player to raise a fist during the national anthem, five to one. Uh, same. Nothing. No, no, no takers. Not a thing. Okay. No. No. Uh, Demi Lovato to forget or omit a word from the national anthem, five to one. Who's checking, right? Paddy <laughs> well, <the laughs> Power, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, no, uh, I, don't, I don't think that's going to happen either. I'll leave yeah, you, you, you've got to have studied up pretty well if you get yeah, that yeah. job. You rehearsed the arse out of that. And then here's one for you. 17 to 1. Demi Lovato to sing the national anthem in a Miami Dolphins jersey. Oh. Mm. Now, remember, you can put a bet on this, and if you win, you get £17 back in this game. So this, Is she this... from Miami? I don't have the details on that. <laughs> so so wait, am I, am I betting no, or am I not taking the so, bet? So, no, sorry. So for these ones, Gav, you're not betting at all if you don't want to bet, but you can okay. put a pound on one if you want. What, so I put a pound on it not happening? Or are no. you saying I have to take the yes? No, right. So for these, for example, sorry, I've not explained the rules properly. You have a pound in your bucket for this segment, right? I have one pound. <laughs> yes, right. For, okay. Just just for these national anthem props. Sorry, state of affairs. Okay, right. Okay. <laughs> just for these national anthem props, you can either keep that pound or you can take one of these prop bets. Right. Okay. I'm with you now. Sorry, Does I'm that up make to sense? speed. I've got the rules. Okay, carry on. So, yeah, that, that was the last one that I wanted to bring up. So. So wait, I've got to spend my pound on one of those. No, three. no, no, no. You don't have to spend the pound. <laughs> you can keep the pound. <laughs> no, but I got a pound. I want to bet it. <laughs> There's going to be other ones coming up, Gav, in separate sections. Okay, so can I can I carry over my pound? I've got two pounds for the next section. <laughs> <laughs> Should never try to play a live game with Gav on the other end. Of the... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take a no on the on the Demi is it Demi Lovato? You said yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just as a punt, I'm just going to take a no on that one. That she, well, it, the, the bet was that she, she won't. So I'm saying she won't wear a dolphin's jersey. No, you're not allowed to bet. This no. is a fucking weird bet, man. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, this has obviously gone over some heads, so we, we, we're going to move on okay. from this, right? Nobody thinks she's going to wear a Miami Dolphins jersey, right? <laughs> no, no. Okay, so. right. So everyone, write down that you've kept a pound for that section, right? <laughs> okay. Next section. Keeping my queen's head. <laughs> Have you all kept up so far? So, so far, you've all got a bet on the coin toss, right? You spent one pound there. You've all got a bet on the um, national anthem over under. You spent one pound there. And you've all mm-hmm. saved a pound. How many pounds do I have? Well, we'll get to that, Dave. <laughs> you've all saved a pound <laughs> on the Demi Lovato uh, where it is. Is this why you spent two days in bed? Coming oh, up I know, with this? right? I know, I know. Okay. <laughs> okay, so... The next section, right? To make a guest appearance during the halftime show. Oh, this is... Okay. Mm. So a few, a, few, a few options now. At 1 to 14, now I don't know why this is so under. So that means if you put one if you put one pound on, you would get, what, what 14p back, right? Or, or, no, not exactly. But something like that. You'd what? Get, you'd get very little, basically. You have mm. to bet 14 to get one. That's exactly yeah. right. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know if that's because there's some inside info going on, but, but Pitbull... So that seems like okay. a pretty safe bet, but you'd not be getting a lot. No. Who's that? <laughs> Do you not know who Pitbull is, Dave? I ain't got a foggiest. Who's that? He's a Miami-based hip-hop rap rapper guy, I think. 
Oh, can, can I bet if, um, if he's wearing a, a Miami Dolphins jersey? <laughs> I should have known you'd try and derail this segment. <laughs> um, what odds would you have on Pete and Baz? <laughs> um, no, for That's got to be a thousand to one. Sorry. For, uh, no. for 500 to one, you could get the likes of um, Jedward, Donald Trump, Michelle Obama. 500 to one. No, no takers on those. Keep my pen. <laughs> um, you can get uh, eight to eleven on DJ Khaled. Oh, that's possible, isn't now, it? Now that was my thought. That was the one that intrigued me as well, Gav, because he's like always in Miami. I saw him this week on on, the, on one of the NFL. Yeah, I bet I bet my pound on DJ Khaled. I was going to do there the same. Go. Yeah. Yeah, DJ Khaled. Okay, me Something. and Gav are on the DJ Khaled trade. Um. We've also got the likes of Lady Gaga, Will Smith, Jay-Z, Kanye West, Justin Timberlake, Bono. Anyone jumping out to you two? Or would you rather keep your pound? I'm going to keep my pound. Okay. (laughs) You're going to keep your pound. Okay, so you two... going to keep it in a little bag in his drawer as a memento (laughs) of his time in the United Kingdom. Actually, I I do have quite a bit of uh, money here, quite a bit of pounds that I I need to do something (laughs) with. (laughs) We'll put these on for you, Rich. Um, Okay, 20 to 1. Will there be a power outage (laughs) in the Super Bowl? Anyone want to take a a punt on that? Nah, they're ready for it this time. Okay, (laughs) I I thought I might try and pull Dave in with that one. (laughs) Okay, here's one that I like. Um... First Gatorade colour to be dunked over the winning coach. That's ah, orange. Well, 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 well. Gav, hold your horses, right? Do we have a choice of colour? We do. So, clear or water, 6-4. to four. Yellow, green or lime at 2-1. to one. Red at 2-1. to one. Blue at 4-1. to one. Or orange at 9-2. to two. Yeah, give me the orange. Okay. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so, Gav's going orange, Dave. Um, now remember, you can always keep your pal. <laughs> how many sections have we got coming? We got like how two many... more. I'll save my pound for now then. Okay. I'll, I'll keep well, now pound. remember, you do get more pounds. Like you, you are allowed to bet on the next section if you keep this pound. This is what I'm saying. How many pounds have I got? Have I got an, an unlimited amount no, of pounds? The pounds aren't transferable, Dave. <laughs> you keep your pound. <laughs> That's it. So look at it like this, right? For each round that you don't bet, you've got a pound for the for the end total right oh so so i could put like five pounds on the last one no the totalizer the the running total if you if you don't bet at all you keep five pounds okay and if you run out of pounds i'll lend you some pounds (laughs) seriously if anyone's finding this as confusing as dave can you please tweet me and let me know that this was like a terrible idea (laughs) um rich what color are you going with water okay water for rich dave have you come up with one um, I'll go blue. Okay, blue. Um, yeah, I'm going to go water as well, Rich. I feel like they've kind of moved towards water these days, right? Seems like it. I, yeah, I used to think orange as well, though. I don't know. Yeah, it seems like less. They're 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 more aware of getting the coach all sticky, you know. <laughs> okay. Um, th- this is one of my favorites, right? So this is going to be decided by a screenshot, isn't it? Yeah, more, more than likely. Yeah. Now, Dave, just just for your understanding, right? That pound that you you put on the last one doesn't matter to this round, right? Now you've got a new pound. I've got a new pound. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> is it a is it a bang a bob for Brexit? Big Ben pound. <laughs> <Dear God. laughs> who were the, the Super Bowl MVP 
mentioned first in his speech? Will it be five to four, his teammates, four to one, uh, God or, or a deity of some sort, five to one, Disney, five to one, his family, 17 to two, he doesn't mention any of the listed options, 10 to one, the owner of the team, 16 to one, the city the team is located in, 16 to one, the opposition team, 30 to one, a referee, or 55 to one, Donald Trump. When you, when you say a deity, I'm, I'm assuming he's, he's going to thank God, not Cthulhu or something well, like that. Well, yeah, but that, you know, you know, I tell you what, if Cthulhu is mentioned, <laughs> I will give you the win on that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be teammates, right? I'm going teammates. Pound on teammates. Okay, pound on teammates for Dave. So um, the first, the first acknowledgement. In the... the first acknowledgement in the speech. So, so let me know if you want any of those redoing. Obviously, Disney is an option because sometimes they'll come up to the stand and say, I'm going to Disneyland, right? Um, and that's actually... Well, no, I'm not going to put it on that. I was thinking about it. I'm actually going to put my pound on the city at 16 to 1. Uh, I I I I, I kind of think God, but then and then I I'm not sure I, I've gone with Mahomes. I'm not sure I can see him saying that. Yeah, I think Mahomes is very much a teammatesy kind of guy, right? He's very yeah. Much like a... Yeah. What 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 are you thinking, Rich? Teammates. Okay, pound for teammates for Rich. Jot that down. And Dave. I said teammates. That oh, sorry, sense. I meant Gav. Yeah. You know, I get you mixed up. <laughs> Uh, I'll go teammates. I think teammates is the wise choice. Okay, everyone's going teammates and I'm going Boring. city. Yeah, I know. Okay, um, I, I think that's all. The, the only other one to mention, we won't do this because I don't think... Uh, maybe, well, maybe you will take it, so so I'll mention it. And if anyone wants to take it, we'll all keep the pound apart from the person that takes it. Uh, will Richard Sherman announce his retirement before the deadline of the end of the press conference for this game? Mm. Does anybody Oof. want to take that? I, I'm not going to take that personally, but I can see it. It's five to one. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll okay, take it. okay, okay. So, so, so you write that down that you're taking that one, and everyone else will keep a pound unless anyone else wants to take it. No, I'm not taking that one. Okay. No. No. Okay. So, um, who's got a list down written down of the ones that we did? Uh, did you all write it down? Yeah. I've got mine. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, in that in that case, then uh, we will update the results of this. Hopefully, it'll be less convoluted when we update the results. <laughs> Because <laughs> Dave will have understood the rules by then. So how many pounds have I got? <laughs> well, we don't find that out until after the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's well done. I'll put it together. Awesome. Well, thank you for indulging me. I don't think maybe the rules weren't as clear as I thought they were in my own head, but more fun than the list I would have put together a very dry well, list yeah I know yours would have been you know over a, under the number of punts well in the first quarter right or... oh, I wouldn't even have done that I'd, it would have been you know receiving yards for this guy rushing yards for that guy so well done for making it slightly creative well we could do a couple I'm of those surprised. if you want but <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm surprised there was no um, wardrobe malfunction well that is an option but I thought maybe I was going a bit blue <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I actually avoided the halftime show ones just because, purely because I don't know anything about Shakira or uh, Jennifer Lopez. So, I, like last year with Justin Timberlake, I could have done the songs, but I haven't got a, the first clue about any of these. So, uh, I didn't think you know four white guys sitting around in our basements talking about Jennifer Lopez's discography is going to be particularly entertaining. So, Jenny from the Block and Shakira, Shakira. Oh, who knew? You You're an expert. Well, you know, maybe before your time. 
Listen, I know a little of, you know, the, 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 what's that shaky song called? <laughs> shaky song. <laughs> Used to play in Sainsbury's all the time, I remember that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, awesome. Um, cool, well, that's that's um, what I've got there. Obviously, the picks we've already talked about. Um, that's pretty much all I've got for, for this week, guys. Is, is there anything else you want to hit on the Super Bowl before we go? Well, I'm just wondering if Dave's got a kebab corner this week. I, I have a sort of... Um... I, I have two things, but it depends how much time we've got. Yeah, okay, so we'll play it by ear. I mean, you know. Yeah. It's gone midnight, well, but you, you, you go and you look about Call of Duty. I'm aware that Jeff has to go to bed to be up at like three in the morning, wherever it is. Um, yeah. in, in light of, as we mentioned earlier, the, the little dodgy snack helmets, what snacks will you guys be tucking into on Super Bowl night? Ooh, good one. I've already purchased mine, so I'm going to uh, one of the uni bars to watch it with a few people. And just today, from Asda, I bought some of those like KP uh, spicy nuts. But you know, like the ones that are encased in like a little breaded, spicy, crunchy section. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's the Super Bowl snack for me. Choice. So you've taken on my 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 uh, my nuts recommendation. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I was just saying, we, we, we had a, a magazine. Before. This is a big it callback. Was. Yeah, it was a big callback to early on in the, in the podcast where we were talking about I was talking about how, oh, how yeah. good oh, a like, snack peanuts yeah. are for not not falling asleep in the during the game. Dear God, yeah, that was like fifteen episodes ago. Jeez, yeah. they're, they're very high in fat content though, Sai. So if you're going on to this, you know, vegan diet, be aware of that. <laughs> yeah, no, I know the Super Bowl's like a, a write off for me. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'll be I'll be going salt vinegar crisps and yeah, probably some kind of spicy nut selection too. And, and and a case of beer. What you got going on, Rich? Put down nuts for me too. Uh, oh. I just bought a big bag of macadamia nuts, and that's probably what I'll be chowing on. Nice, the nut gang. You got some nuts, Dave? I was really pissed off because I <laughs> I love pretzels, and I love Penn State. No Penn State. Pretzels. Yeah. But I discovered today that they're not actually from anywhere near Pennsylvania. That doesn't surprise me, Dave. <laughs> they are, they're, they're made in the UK Dave, by uh, KP. Why do you think that they're a pound and they're never with like the American food section? Well, this it, it struck me to it struck me when I bought a massive like bargain pack of them, and uh, I was like, I wonder where these are from. If they're actually from. Because they they claim that they're from the states, but then well, look into it; do. they're actually British. Were you disappointed when you found out that Super Dry Japan were made in Dagenham? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a bit. Yeah, um, it's, uh, it's certainly <laughs> hit their share price. Yeah, but no, it's uh, probably yeah, big bag of pretzels, some tortilla chips, bit of spicy salsa going on in my snack helmet. Well, I wanted to ask you that actually, David. I hope your paint's dried by the time you get your nuts in there. <laughs> I've been I've been huffing fumes for like three days, so yeah. Is it, is it socially acceptable, Dave, for me to bring my snack helmet to the the university bar that I'll be watching the game at? As long as long as it's not joined by every other bugger who's bought one. <laughs> I don't think I think I'll be the only one there. I think I'm pretty confident in saying that. Yeah, it'd be a bit weird if it's just a row of people with grey helmets with stickers stuck all over them. <laughs> yeah, I might leave it at home for this one. Crack it out. Next is season. there? A, is there? All right, but for the final word on on snack helmets, is there a point to them? What do you mean by a point to them? Like, I mean, does it serve any greater purpose than the the, the original packet 
packaging that the nuts come in, or 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 a bowl that you've got already? I feel like you've answered your own question there, Gavin, in a kind of like pernickety way. You knew the answer to that before you asked the question, but <laughs> you've done what everyone on the NFL UK page has done and tried to belittle the purchases of the snack helmet <laughs> with your nonsense questions. Listen, the snack helmet is exactly what it is. It's a snack helmet. It's fun. It looks nice. <laughs> Like, what do you want from me? Like, why? Okay, well, is the there phrase any... "snack helmet" shouldn't even exist. <laughs> <laughs> is there any more purpose, you know, to, to a, a picture that you hang on the wall, other than it just being a wall that holds up the roof? No, yeah, but at least but... it looks good. This thing doesn't look good. <laughs> I've, I've I've made mine into a little project. Yours, so I'm, yours I'm, does I'm outside good. of it. So I think you should tweet your the picture of yours out, your finished one, so we can all marvel in its greatness. Maybe I need to like no. pay Dave to commission some uh, Steelers-related snack helmet. Uh, yeah, and he can figure it out. This looks too complicated for me, what Dave's doing. I'll start it does look, Dave, Dave's helmets. Yeah. It's a serious blog, how to convert your your uh, snack helmet into something actually worthwhile. Now, in the I States, think. Rich is lucky enough. He, if he wants to, <laughs> he might not want to. He can actually buy a ready-made Steelers snack helmet in the same... Um, you know, style as ours, but it's already a Steelers one. That, that's like what that. I was going to ask you guys. Can, can, I mean, you can get on like NFL.com and and buy this stuff, can't you? And have it shipped to you? Yeah, yeah they're about is, they're about seventy quid. Yeah, they're crazy is, expensive. But uh, these that's why everyone was going crazy for these. Rich was these are always like really expensive in the states, and you could get these for twenty pounds like in this shop. So everybody uh, rushed out to get them, but they're like generic ones that you can stick at your own team sticker on. So it was so exciting that everybody bought them before th- thinking if they really wanted them or not. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly why I did. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up, if, if we've got time, yeah, we've got go time, it. It was based around the halftime show. But um, apparently, uh, are you guys aware of a guy called D. Snyder? Oh, yeah. Twisted Rock Sister. guys amongst us. Twisted, Twisted Sister. Uh-huh. He's, um, he said that there's not enough sort of acknowledgement given to rock and roll in the halftime show, despite, you know, the who, etc. playing in the halftime shows. But um is there anyone, any band that you would love to see in the halftime show and any that you would hate to see in the halftime show? Hmm. Well I think I, I'm surprised there's not been like a Iron Maiden or has Metallica done it? It feels like Metallica should have done it. Yeah they did it in they did it, did they? Yeah, but yeah. the thing is, though, I'll tell you why they do it like this now, especially in the, in the more modern Super Bowls, is because the people that are into, you know, these bands that we would probably want to see at the halftime show are probably already watching the Super Bowl, right? The, the reason that they have, like, these, you know, Lady Gaga and whoever it is this year, Jennifer Lopez, is because the people that like Lady Gaga and Jennifer Lopez wouldn't watch the Super Bowl, but they will when this is on, right? So... They're just trying to appeal to that extra demographic to get everybody in. But is is that why they had Train play the Wembley <laughs> game that time? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if that's necessarily the same, <laughs> the same level of uh, intrigue. But uh, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, for what I don't want is exactly what we have now. So I just don't pay much attention to the halftime show because I'm never interested in it. Well, to be fair, I don't mind Lady Gaga. I watched that one, um, but. Um, yeah, I, I, w- I would also like a more intriguing style band. I mean, I quite like Fallout Boy, and they did it a couple of years ago. So that was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, the Who is the last good one I, I can remember. Maybe that's just being me being a curmudgeon. Nah, you're not wrong, though. I mean, we don't get really... 
it's not it's not made for us, is it, right? Uh, I mean, I mean, I like hip hop, but they, they, they don't. I don't know. Is this the Gav likes been... rap section? Like... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, big big boy's entrance was kind of cool last last time, but I mean, who is big boy? <laughs> it's one of Outcast. Oh right. <laughs> he came in in a Cadillac and a big furry jacket. Remember? No. Yeah. Was that was that when after the guy from Maroon Five finished getting his chest out? Yeah, around yeah. that sort of time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I generally disappointed. <laughs> what a negative to end on Rich who would you like to, to see has uh, Aerosmith ever done it oh that'd uh, be a good one I think he has I've got a feeling he has yeah. well, the band has I should say I, I really like Rush a lot too I would have loved to see them do it but that's obviously not going to happen now but uh, I don't think they've ever done it I, mean, I, I, I was trying to think of bands that are sort of big enough you know have got enough of a global audience that are big enough to sort of do that sort of gig. And the only one I'm going to come up with was uh, Led Zeppelin and the Arctic Monkeys. Well, Dave, I don't know if they've got the international following. Can I, can I take you on a little journey and give you what I think would be the best possible solution? And imagine if this happened. They don't release who the I know they would never do this, but they don't release who the artist is, right, until the actual halftime show begins. And then out walks Liam Gallagher, right? And breaks into a, a start of Wonderwall, and then out walks Noel Gallagher, right? And then, boom, Oasis's first comeback gig, halftime show of the Super Bowl. It'd be a bit disingenuous, right? But that would be the dream halftime show. <laughs> It'd be the first halftime show sang entirely through noses, because they just sing through the noses, don't they? Sunshine! <laughs> <laughs> Did Oasis make it big over there, uh, Rich? Yeah, yeah, they're pretty big over here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I, I you, think you guys consider it to be like folk music, don't you? It's sort of like English folk music, almost. Am I wrong? It's like Britpop, right? Sort of indie. Yeah, I think like indie, I, I would classify it. Yeah, that would be my go-to, Dave. I think. Imagine if that happened; that'd be awesome. And they're big yeah. enough to do it, right? That would be a big enough stare in America, right? I Rachel? saw. Uh, uh, I saw. I... What's that, Gav? So I think, I think my thing broke up there. I was <laughs> saying I saw um, Def Leppard play uh, the pre-game at Wembley when uh, the Raiders played the Dolphins. I'd like to see Def Leppard. Let's have some love for Def Leppard. They're a good band. I mean, they're kind of cheesy, but they're, they're cool, man. And their drummer's got one arm. Really? I tell you who I'd, who I'd hate to see play it though is U2. It just it, oh, there's yeah, no more band that's more puerile shite than U2. But it would be interesting. It'd be more interesting than what we have now. So I'd rather have that than what we have now. Now it's just faceless and meh. But that's just me. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I don't like Bono, but you know, I, I could get on board with him being there for the Super Bowl. Same with like a band like Coldplay. I was okay with that because you know it's something. Uh, you're, you're a secret Coldplay fan. We learned that on the Christmas show. I like The Scientist. I like, that's what I, mean. I like a couple of Coldplay songs. You know, They have the second best um, Christmas song. Haven't they done it? Does it feel like I they've done it? I think they have it? done it, yeah. I think they have, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I think it was wholly forgettable, as most of these shows are. Um, yeah, okay. Well, thank you, Dave, for that. Um, I think on yeah. that note, we'll, 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 we'll go. We'll leave everyone to enjoy the rest of Super Bowl week. Um, yeah, thanks for listening through this season. Um, follow me at Cy wrote this. Follow the podcast at UK Steelers Pod. Um, follow Dave. This is Dave. This is Dave. What, what's your What's your Twitter account again, Dave? This is Dave. <laughs> this is Dave. <laughs> this is Dave Hart. This is Dave. This Hart. is Dave's neck helmet. 
following for snack helmet updates. Um, they, uh, Rich's Instagram is like Stunt Batman, right, Rich? Yes, that's it. Yes, look at that. And, and don't follow Gav, please. Please don't follow uh, him. No, anywhere. <laughs> don't follow him. <laughs> don't follow him home. Um, cool. Enjoy the Super Bowl, guys. It should be an absolutely awesome game. Um, tweet us your thoughts as the Super Bowl's going on. I'm sure I'll... Uh, maybe I'll tweet through it. I don't know, because I'll be out at a bar, so we'll see. But, um, you know, keep locked on. Uh, and we'll see you as the new league year begins. Um, not really. We'll see you the week after the Super Bowl. I'm sure we'll talk more about it. But, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Cool. Yeah, yeah. See you later. See you later. See ya. Bye. <laughs>